0: Get ready ready. to learn strategies and insights from top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. Here's your host, M. Curtis McCoy. Daniel B. Gomez is an award-winning keynote speaker, business coach, executive coach, corporate trainer, and podcast of the year recipient. Daniel's also a good friend of mine. He's just probably one of my favorite people in the world, so I am really excited to have him on the show today.
1: Daniel's a good dude. How are you doing, Daniel? Man, I'm doing fantastic, Curtis. I'm excited to be on your show, man. It's been a, a while coming and better late than never, man, because I know you drop a lot of value and I love to give value too. So it's going to be a win-win for both of us, man. I'm excited to add value to your, Sounds great. To your audience. And uh,
0: for those of you that don't know Daniel yet, pretty much everybody knows you. You're kind of, a, kind of a big deal online. Daniel is the host of the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, teaching people to speak as a career, as a profession, get paid and paid very well to speak. I just flew out and had a did a little meeting with them there. Get to speak some in San Antonio. Just had an absolute blast.
1: That was probably one of the best conferences I've ever been to. Yeah, you know what? You really just touched my heart. I know we had we had a, a conversation on the phone, and you were just saying um, as far as the impact of what Sticker Shock had in you on you, and it was it was amazing. You really touched my heart because so many times it's really like Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. It's an experience. And I really say that because everybody takes away a different experience, but then you also get the experience of being around a community of amazing people from, from around the country. And then this time we had an international speaker Tariq that came in, but just the fact what you told me that it really helped to build your confidence in the speaking. It's like, it was amazing because now you see yourself from a different perspective and a different identity yeah. that I am a great speaker. And I'll tell you, that's half the battle in being a speaker is, is you really got to just shift that mindset. And I always say this, right? You have to, you have to 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 receive the identity of being a speaker. You have to embrace it. And then the last one, which you just did, is is you embodied it. And you're like, hey, I'm pretty good. And then when you did that, you, all these speaking engagements come up for you. So I'm so happy for you, man. I'm just, just seeing your post on IG. Is, it's just been amazing. So I, I love it. Just Appreciate thank it. you so much yeah, for giving for us that feedback. That. I
0: mean, you are absolutely changing people's lives with not only teaching them to speak or teaching them to get paid to speak, but just putting that self-confidence and letting them
1: feel like... Their story is valuable and they've got something to share. You're changing the world, man. Yeah. Well, so many of us, I think it was myself too. We undervalue who we are at some point as our value grows and and we continue to believe that I do bring some value. And I, I think as an, as an entrepreneur, no matter what you do, you, you, have a tendency to, to give yourself that lower value system. And I talk about it in my new book, um, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind, which is going to launch here next month. Um, I'm excited. Actually, it's going to launch here in about seven, eight days. And it's just, we're doing the final touches. It. It's amazing. But what I talk about is when we va- when we undervalue ourselves, and especially as a business owner, we undervalue yeah. what we charge for our services. And so many people, I see that they undervalue they charge for their services and it's it's the same thing as a as sharing our story we don't think our story matters go who's gonna who's gonna pay me to speak right who's gonna want to hear my story well there's there's hundreds of speakers out there that get paid thousands i myself for the first two years that i was speaking professionally when i came out in 2018 2019 we made over six figures uh just speaking because we, we didn't really have all the all the products all the services that we have now so just the evolution of once you start to really embody that identity the sky's the limit, Curtis. And that's one thing I really want just your audience to hear is that from being a speaker, right? This is the trunk of our business is speaking. Well, then we started doing our first book. So I became a published author. Now, like I mentioned, I'm doing my my, my third solo book, The Makings of a Mind, which is going to be on Amazon here in about 10 business days, seven, eight, 10 business days. I say that because that wasn't even my intention. But now that we do books, I'm a book publisher, too. So we have a division of DG Enterprises. I started my podcast because of speaking. So now we do podcast launching and production, and then of course we have the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy that we, we host every six months, um, roughly, and twice a year—one in one in the spring and then one in the fall. But I say this because when I started as a professional speaker, I had no idea that all this was going to evolve. And I think so many times entrepreneurs in general they want all the answers up front, and that's not the way it works. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> it just they they they're like, "What? Well, tell me, t- tell me that it's going to work." Well, you don't. Ha- like I mentioned, I started as a motivational, that was straight up just a motivational speaker. Now we have book publishing, we have podcast launching, we have Shield of Faith Business and Executive Coaching, we have um, the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. So now we have pretty much six revenue streams within speaking because they all support each other. And I tell people, just don't overthink it, just start right there where you're at and everything else will will unfold as you continue moving forward. And you just got back from the UAE with, with uh, Michael Butler, right? You're speaking out there as well? Yeah, that was amazing. I'll tell you, I think I was more excited just to go visit London and be out there than to go speak. But it was a great experience. Some of those, um, some some of those London crowds of the, the the UK it was it, they were they were a little tough. But I'll tell you what, when you speak from your heart, they they open up. And uh, I spoke out there two days. It was amazing. The first day was was epic. Just really got great engagement, and it was it was a beautiful time out there. I think by the second day, I spoke and it was good. But I was ready to more to be a tourist and go out there and got a chance to just ride it. They call it the bubble, right? Do you want to ride the bubble? So we rode the bubble over the Tooney River. We went to the O2 out there and it was just an amazing experience. I I recommend that if someone has a dream out there to be an aspiring speaker or just to start a business, don't be scared because if you would have told me that I was going to be in London, speaking internationally, touching hearts all over the world, I wouldn't have believed it for myself five years ago. And all this has happened in less than five years. It's possible for people out there, Curtis, If they believe in their dream enough that they can go out there and achieve it. And I really want your audience to hear this because so many times we share our dream with the wrong person. And when you share your dream with the wrong person, sometimes they're jealous, sometimes they're envious yeah, or they, 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 they make you dim your own dream. And then you start to doubt or question the very dream that God put in your heart and you stop going after it. And that's one thing that I would definitely not want anybody to see, because if God's given you a dream. He's gonna definitely give you the provision and a way to do it. Of course, your character's gonna be built along the way. It's not gonna be a utopia because there is a, a season of preparation. And I'll tell you what, it's it's. Uh, if you ask me, would I do it again? Yes, I'd do it again. But man, I tell you what, I I I would be lying to you. And I want to be totally transparent, Curtis. I shed some tears along the way because it's 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 character building. It breaks you, man. That's not
0: just with speaking though. I mean, that's any type of business you know, people look at entrepreneurs and leaders and successful people. And, um, you know, I had, I've had people walk in the store. I had a kid walk in one day, I was sleeping in the back of one of my retail stores because I didn't have money to pay for an apartment as I was launching that third store. And, uh, kid asked to borrow $80,000, didn't have a business plan. Didn't have, I didn't have $800 to loan him, but, uh, he was super frustrated that, you know, seeing me online and stuff as a, successful business owner, not realizing that that $80,000 wasn't just pocket change to, to throw out there. But yeah, it's funny going through it where you're looking back at some of this stuff thinking, yeah, I've been successful, but I don't know that I would want to go through all that struggle again. Speaking seems like I it's going to be a lot easier way to monetize, make a really good income well, the, and not have to invest much financially and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I, going back to the comment you made about that young gentleman, 80000 I mean, you want to have an idea of, of what it's going to take to go, go. I'm I'm a big believer that start where you're at just go for it. Don't overthink it. As you unfold, the right people are going to come to you. But if you're asking for $80,000 from somebody, you got to have more of a concept of, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do with it. For someone. So yeah. for someone had to have a concept and, and, and a plan together, plan of action, and necessarily a business plan. That's kind of just being ignorant on their part. But I can tell you, when we started Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, really, we didn't have a, a big bankroll. We didn't, it was pretty much, we just did what we did, we invested, we made money. Say, I think the first month out, I made $5,000, pretty much invested that back into business. Next month we made 6,000, reinvested that back into business, and, and by the grace of God, our house was paid off at that time, so we didn't have to have, we, our mortgage was all right. I had been wise with prior with the finances that we had, so that was definitely a blessing within itself, but it, it, it was hard because you you intellectually, we go to work for a paycheck. That's what we're taught yeah. as we're kids. We exchange dollars for hours. And, and that's what I talk about in, in, in the book, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind is you got to get rid of that poor minded financial inner economy. And when you really develop that millionaire minded financial inner economy, you realize that the person you got to pay first is yourself. And because for many years that I was in the automotive industry, I always paid myself first. We were able to save up money, paid off our house and we were, we were okay. We had a good foundation, but these are habits that took years and years to build. So when it came time to start the business, I was already thinking, well, I would love to keep this money and spend it because the average person just every you make a dollar, you spend a dollar. No one wants to really save. and the sad part about it is that, that is, is that most Americans in here they they don't even have a thousand dollars in their in their I think it's over 50 percent of Americans won't have a thousand dollars in their savings account. Wow, which is sad because it's just it''s it's, it's not a good it's not, it's not it's not a good position to be in financially. So you really got to learn how to think in a different format and a different mindset, and really see that it's possible for you. I'm no better than anybody, Curtis, but it's just that I was crazy enough to believe in myself, crazy enough to 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 listen to what people told me when it came to advice with with money and wealth and 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 business savvy. And when you apply certain principles, it just comes around. and That's why I was so eager to to write this new book and then get our course going off the ground. It was just the makings of a millionaire mind. The course that's going to be launching here too um, by next month. So it's just so many great things because I, it hurts me as a business coach to see so many, like you said, so many young entrepreneurs. I don't know. I, I can't tell you the latest stuff cause they change every, every year, but I want to say it's, it's over 80%, maybe 90% of businesses fell within the first three years. And it's just, it heartbreaks me because there's a way to make it happen. If you, if you have the right approach to it. Yeah.
0: Well, and you just, you mentioned something that you kind of just miss mentioned it casually, but Talking about 80% of businesses failing within the first couple of years there. Um, uh, you, you mentioned you made five thousand dollars your first month speaking as a paid speaker, six thousand your second month. I mean, a lot of folks don't get yeah, like that on
1: a salaried, you know, salaried position. That's a uh the, the, it's a contestant. One well, we thing that I was I was resilient. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was resilient. And what I mean by that is I got I got over 70 no's. Over seventy no's. Think about that. Over 70 no's and rejections and it, it, it crushes you. But I didn't give up. I didn't I didn't give in because I, I saw what my wife was going through. And my. And this is one thing that I always tell people is when I started my business, the reason I started my business, is because my wife was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. So I was seeing the the, the the perseverance, the fight she had in herself, and she never played the victim through this whole journey. And I said to myself, what excuse do I have as a man not to go out there and try if my wife is over here, double mastectomy at that time, she had hit, had, I think three major surgeries, had a will to live and a will to fight. I said, well, I got to fight myself. But so many young business owners, they make excuses, excuses. And I think my, since my back was against the wall, there was only one way to go. And I was forward and I went knocking on doors. I mean, I, I sold my truck. This is how committed I was. I sold my truck because I knew that I had to have a car. First of all, that I could get great, good gas mileage. I ended up buying a, a Nissan Altima, hated it, but it was a sacrifice that I did because I wasn't interested. I was committed and so many people are just interested in yeah. becoming a speaker, interested in being an entrepreneur that 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 they don't commit and do the things that are hard. It was hard. Believe me, I didn't want to get rid of my truck, but I did. But because I was able to I was not because I was able, I was able, but I was willing to make that decision going on our fifth year of business. I mean, the, the, the fruits just it's reaping because. There's trees. There's there's fruit on the trees because I I did the work. I, I invested yeah. in the front, and now five years later, we're able to reap those rewards and reap that fruit off the tree. That's awesome, man. Um, I just love your story. I know there's so much
0: we could we could talk for ten hours straight here and probably never cover a fraction. <laughs> hey,
1: of it, that, but- that's, that's my, I got my glass of I got my glass of uh,
0: alkaline water right here. So let's do it. <laughs> and you're a I'm on about my eighth cup of coffee since my first meeting this morning at six
1: thirty. Yeah, alkaline water would probably be a better choice next time for me. <laughs> but it's it's. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. One thing that that going back to the commitment versus interested. When you truly commit, when you truly commit, something supernatural happens. When you truly commit and you decide in your mind, right? The first thing is people never really decide. They 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 say things unaware. Their unawareness level is is low. They say, "Well, I'm going to try it." You can't try entrepreneurship. You got to do it. And that's where the decision has to be made, because when you decide in your heart, when you decide in your mind to do it, that's when the opportunities open up for you and the right people, the right situations come your way. And then you start seeing the opportunities, because if you're just going to go, let me put my feelers out there and half fast it. That's where uh, many people fail. And and it just breaks my heart because that's the approach that many people have because they have they, they they leave that nine to five job. And they never develop that business mindset and that's where it's at. You got to really think about that business mindset and then take it even a step further. Like we talk about in our new book, the makings of a millionaire mind, right? You, everyone has the makings of a millionaire mind inside of them, building a life of abundance and wealth. And what I love about our book, it's broken down into three sections. You have part one, becoming a millionaire. We have part two, the money files, and these are exercises and action steps that you can take that I walk you through right to really develop that millionaire thinking. And then the last part is called build, right? Build, build the millionaire life. We actually give you brick by brick, how to build just how to really solidify the total package of millionaire mind. And I'm, I'm so excited about it, but it's, I'll tell you this. One thing that we talk about in one of the money files is, is you have to change the way you see money. And, and what I mean by that is so many of us is we see money as just money and no money. When you see money as money, another word for money is currency. Yep. so you got money you got currency and when you see money just as regular money think about a pond right how is the water in a pond stale and stagnant yeah it's stinky it's 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 smelly there's it's what there's bacteria on it if you drink it you're probably gonna get sick um probably pretty sick but but that's what happens with people is, is the moment they get money either a they, they they hoard it they save it and then it stops moving but when you start seeing money as currency the Latin word in in, in currency is current. So think about instead of it being a stagnant pond of water, you have a current like the Colorado River that's flushing and growing. And and when you think about the Colorado River, it's live, it's vibrant, it's fresh, you can drink it, you're not going to die. Well, that's what money is meant to be. Money's meant to be moving currency. That's why they named it that. But so many times we when you've never had success to a certain level, when you never had wealth, that poverty mindset, that poor minded financial inner economy that we all have, that it trumps our knowledge, it trumps our skill set, it overrides it. That takes over. And next thing you know, when you get a little bit of success, you want to hoard it yep. and you don't do the investments in your business. You don't do the investments in yourself because you're scared that, well, what if I spend it and I don't make it? And that's definitely the wrong minded seat. because- when you go for a poor, from, from a poor-minded financial inner economy to a millionaire-minded financial inner economy, then you know, right? This is what Curtis and Daniel say. I'm going to bet on myself that I'm going to, right? I, the, way, the same way I made this, I, I made this revenue, whether it's a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, 10,000, I have the same capability. So I have faith in my abilities to sell and manifest that money and even more. And when you have that mindset, that millionaire mindset, it's it's just something that you have to develop and build. With most most people, they never make the they never put the right they're never intentional in doing that, Curtis.
0: Well, and that that fear of not, you know, I mean, after you've been successful, you made your first ten thousand dollars yet, whatever. Um, that spirit of fear is not of God. That's not a that's not a good thing. You're not fearful fearful because because of anything God's putting in your mind. That's that's the devil trying to influence you and make you feel like you're not good enough, like you're not like you're not able to keep and like you were talking about money being currency. If you'll reinvest that and keep keep spending that on yourself, on on growing the business, on personal development, whatever it is, you're gonna keep gaining more and and the more currency you've got, the more people you can influence.
1: Yeah, because the moment we did it once, you can do it again. And and I want your audience to write this down. You have to have faith in your abilities. You have to have confidence in your abilities that you can sell and manifest that same amount of revenue, that same amount of sales that you did. And when you approach it with that, that's actually one of the affirmations that I say every day, right? I say, (laughs) I say, I declare, I have faith in my abilities to sell and manifest over $10 million in a single year, because that's my next threshold. That's what I want to hit on the next level of success. And even though maybe I'm not there yet, but the more I speak it into existence, the more I speak it in my mind, when you have faith in your abilities, hey, I might not hit the 10 million here anytime this year, but if I hit it within a couple I'll I'll, I'll take four five, 4 million any day. <laughs> what? But that's that. But that's the mindset you have to develop. Yeah, absolutely,
0: man. i (laughs) again. I'm going to be listening to this
1: episode and taking notes once we get done. So I hope everybody else is taking. Yeah, but yeah, and and that's one thing you need to do too. Is take. I mean, eighty percent of what we read, we forget about within the first two weeks. You read a book, eighty percent, eighty percent, you forget within two weeks. Same thing happens when we go to these conferences. We listen, we listen to a podcast. I mean, we don't retain this information and I don't know what it is for, for each each different event, but I, I do know that as you listen to a podcast, take notes, write it down, because we're talking about just wisdom that you can apply that can change your life in an instance. Because when you w- once you shift that mind, thinking poor minded, and you really start developing that millionaire mind and you really start seeing things from a different perspective, everything changes. In order for your life to change, you must change. Yeah. In order for the things that you're creating on the outside, you must change on the inside. Whatever you're manifesting on the outside comes manifested from the inside. And in order for that to happen is you have to change. So many of us, we want our situations to change. We want our lives to change. We want our business to grow, to change. And change comes from within. And the only thing that you, you can change is, first of all, you have to change your heart. This is, This is one thing I think that's key is, is, And we talked about this in sticker shock is that don't think so much with your intellect. That is a huge part of it. I'm not saying be ignorant, but what I'm saying is this, is that the true transformation comes when you go to an event like sticker shock, when you listen to a podcast like this, your amazing podcast, Curtis said, open your heart to really receive the message and and don't be busy multitasking because when you multitask, you kill the message. You don't receive it get a pad, sit down, listen to this podcast episode. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you listen to it two times in a row, you're going to pick up a great, 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 great percentage of more information that you're like, how did I miss that? And it's because you are more intentional because I listen to audios all the time. I'm like, how did I miss that? Because that's just the brain can't can't extract all the all 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 those golden nuggets out of the, out of every episode. It's just reality. That's another great point there. Uh,
0: What is your personal definition of success? You've been very successful. So I'd like to know what your,
1: what your definition is now, man. That's a, that's a good question. I think when I was younger, I was real ambitious. I was to the point where I was arrogant, Curtis. And when I was younger and I want to share this because of course your, your definition of success shifts and changes as, as you grow as a person, as an adult, as a man, as a father, as a husband is I was ambitious. I was egotistic. I wanted to win. So in my twenties, Early 30s, it was more really right. How much? What do you drive? I've had the Corvettes, I've had the Harleys, and had the titles. But I realized that I wasn't the best father and husband that I that I could be. And the way I lived my life, I lived my life. And that in that season, it was it was right. Business, money, then family, and then. And I think what really shifted in me as I got older, it's like when I really put God on the top of the mountain, which He deserves to be there. And if you go to my LinkedIn profile. It says that I'm the president and I did that on purpose because God is my CEO of the business. And when I made God the CEO and then put my family second and then business, everything just flourished, everything just fell in place. And I think that's the success is is when you have the freedom to know. For me, of course, I'm stretched. Of course, I go through growing pains. But I can tell you a majority of the time I'm not as stressed out as a lot of these business owners are because of the fact that I I leave it in God's hands. I trust them that I get there overnight. No, because of right As the business grows, he gives the idea. I mean, I didn't even want to do book. I was like, why do I do I want to do book publishing? It's a lot of it's a lot of responsibility. But you grow into that person. You grow into this. So I say this because when you grow into this person and you become this person, how you see success is for me now is is with the wealth that we've been able to accumulate is to pay for my daughter's wedding an orphanage in Africa that we're helping to build out there to, to really just, Hey, I can take off today if I need to, because it's like I make, I make, I make the decisions and it's surrounding yourself with amazing people like my assistant Maria, and and then having a wife who supports you, of course, that's always there for you and support your decisions. And then having great people like yourself around me, that makes, that makes it makes a difference. And you, you need a team around you that supports your dreams, the right team and that's success because when you're off, when you're not there in the office when you're not available you have people to cover for you and i think that's the true meaning of success where you have the word freedom in there the freedom to do help um, people around you right? because so, you can be do and have anything you want but for me it started success was by, by putting god first curtis
0: and you talked about your morning mantra you know i heard that out in san antonio just loved it uh, but what are your what are your daily steps to improve or can you share what you, what you do daily to improve
1: well, the first thing that I do is I, I never, I never look at my iPhone in the morning. I, I leave it. I do pick it up uh, after I kind of wash my face. And so, so the, really the first, the first, uh, get out of bed. First thing I do, I just, thank God that I'm alive because I know what it's like committed suicide when I was trying to commit suicide when I was 18. So I'm cool that I'm breathing and I'm still here. So that's the first thing that I do is just really just thank God. And then I, I go and <laughs> if you look at my bathroom mirror, I have my affirmations, some of the mantras that I say because it's critical. Because the first fifteen to twenty minutes that you're awake, that's when you're most programmable as an adult. Once you turn twenty six years old, your brain is your brain, right? You're 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 who you are. The only thing that's going to change you is a or a uh, or, or devastation in your in in your life. And uh, the next thing is right hypnosis or just repetition of, of affirmations. And and I I was reading something yesterday and I was just like people give. Affirmations—they don't work. Well, they don't work because you don't believe in them. Nothing's going to work if you don't believe in it. But when you say it with emotion, when you say it with passion, when you look in the mirror, when you look in the pupil of your eyes, right? Because the 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 pupils are the gateway to your soul. The people of any person, right? Your pupils are the gateway to your soul, to a person's soul. And when you look into your eyes and you look into your soul and you tell yourself that I am a multimillionaire, I am an amazing entrepreneur, I am a successful business owner, I am enough. Because so many people, they don't feel they're enough, they're smart enough. Whether it's smart enough, good enough, tall enough, whatever it may be, you're enough. So I spend 15, 20 minutes deliberately saying these affirmations to myself in the mirror. And then it's just don't laugh at me, but then I have my vision board over my toilet. Cause when, right, when I go and when I go urinate, it's, it's eye level, I see it right there and I see the visions that I have. So that's my routine first thing in the morning, 20 minutes. And then after I'm done with that, I'll go and read a scripture and I'll spend some time in meditation and in prayer. Then I invest in just myself and you gotta do this. You have to be consistent. So many people say, well, I tried a morning routine. I tried praying. I tried this. I tried that. I go, how long did you try it? Well, how long a month, even a month. I go, you expect you lived <laughs> like hell for the last 40 years of your life. Right. Think about this. Yeah. You lived the way you wanted to live recklessly for 40 years of your life. Surrounded with maybe you're talking. And- yeah. yeah and you expect your life to change in one month look at that ratio. One, what, what is it one month i don't i don't but to forty years come on man yeah and it's like and people I go to the it. gym
0: for a week and and i know oh, that working out thing doesn't work it's you know i'm still fat it's like well you got to uh you gotta make some changes and commit to it and, and keep pursuing yes
1: it keep it. and i even talk about okay who I, I, I say my analogy a little bit different but this is exactly what you said who goes to the gym and runs five hours and then they're in the shape they want to be in. nobody but that's 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 the philosophy that's the perspective we come at this. It's like you got you have to right I would say this you have to really give yourself at least six months I would even say twelve months six months to a year to commit to to what you're gonna do. you have to have six to twelve months and that's what I love about real estate when you join real estate uh, we become a realtor they say make sure you have at least six months of, of reserves in your bank account because they set you up to succeed because they know that it's going to take time to get going. Well, I would say the same thing is for for being an entrepreneur is you got to give yourself six months to a year and to for really for your brand, for whatever you're doing to take off. And, and another thing people say, well, Daniel, I'm consistent. And this is not this is right. So one problem is, are you consistent? We'll just say you are. But then they're, they're consistent doing different things all the time and never consistent to doing the same process yeah. over and over. Does that make sense? Yep. And, and, and when you're consistent, when, when you don't have that, that, um, everything that right when everything glitters is gold, you, you follow that next shiny object syndrome. You have to be, you have to stay in your lane. You have to operate because everybody has their own gift. We all have our own unique gift, Curtis. And when you operate in that gift, it's like, if, if I, if I try to do my podcast, like even as podcasters, we're both podcasters, but we have a different style. We have a different setup, yeah. but so many times people try to, 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 to to try this way podcasting. Let me do this. Let me do that. No, like just do what's in your heart, do what you're good at. And in six months to a, to a year, the compound interest is going to show up. But if you're always changing, you're always doing something different. There's inconsistency in that, even though you're right. Think about what I just said, there's inconsistency in your consistency. It's going to bring chaos yeah. and people don't see it that way because they, 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 they try this, don't like it. Let me try this. And then they never established the roots. You have to establish roots there has to be roots in the foundation of what you're doing curtis that's powerful and you mentioned your morning
0: affirmations would you mind giving me one of those just one single sentence something that you tell yourself every morning that that is effective or that you can tell you're on your way to being effective
1: yeah right here look so one of them it's in the makings of them in mind this you got to go get this book it's going to be released here in seven to ten business days amazon we've already uploaded part of it but it's going to be ready I was born to make millions. You got to tell yourself every morning, stop, stop counting dollars for hours. Stop worried about, I, oh, I got a raise of a dollar an hour, two dollars an hour. It's not a lot of money. We've been, we've been, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this word brainwashed. We've been brainwashed to believe that $20 an hour is a lot of money. $30 an hour is a lot of money. We, we've been, be, we've been brainwashed to believe that. It's not $20 an hour is 40000 even 30000 $30 an hour is 60000 when you have these conversations and you really start surrounding yourself with people that think at that millionaire level, you start talking about net worth instead of dollars for hours. I said again, when you start hanging around with higher, elevated people and their thinking—not that they're better than anybody—I not what I'm saying—but in their in their thought process and their in their mind, right? Because to get the life you want, you have to change the way you think, your mindset. When you hang around with people that think a different way, they talk about. Network. They don't talk about dollars for hours. And that's the mistake that we make. We give it, we get a dollar raise or two dollar raise and we're like, ah, really? It's not that much at all. Yeah. So the affirmation I would tell your audience is I was born to make millions. I say that every day. I was born to make millions. I was born for more. And when you have that in mentality, you open yourself up to receive it. And most people, A, they have a problem receiving to begin with and B, receiving at those higher levels it takes to be intentional again i always say that word intentional you have to be intentional i mean it's 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 a huge part of developing that that millionaire mind the makings of a millionaire mind and i promise you when you buy this book it's going to be available on hard copy and paperback it's it's going to change your it's going to change your it's going to change you your thinking because i've seen my editor she was just like i said what do you think about the book she's like it's actually pretty good she goes, but you don't notice anything different? Well, yeah, but I wanted to hear from her. And she said that it really started. She just showed up. She was more vibrant, more alert. She looked a part of success. And and it just it made me feel good because it's like if she was doing the work, not really intentionally reading it, but editing it and and working with the book and it and, and God used it, the Holy Spirit moved through yeah. that book to to touch her heart, to be like, wow, I, I can't imagine when somebody truly studies a book because I tell them, don't just read it once, read it three times and don't read it. Read it like you're going to. Read it like you're going to study it, right? Read it like you're going to teach it. Like yeah, that's great advice put that, too but, for
0: any book that you're that you're reading. Talk about reading it like you're going to teach it. That's an incredible yes, piece of advice. To yeah, yeah, you no just matter what through, skip, flip through pages and try to hurry up and be able to say that you read a book. But if you're studying it like you're going to teach it, then I'm going
1: to use that from now. You know, from now on. Yeah, because I, I met this gentleman, right? I mean, you and I, we both go to conferences and we, it, it, was, it, was several, it was several, several, several years back and I challenged him. Oh, he was there. I read all these books. I said, well, how many books now have you read? How many books have you mastered? He goes, what? I go, yeah, I go, you're saying you read all these books. Great. But how many have you mastered? How much, how much of those hundreds of books you've read that you're, you're saying you did? And you probably did. How much of the content do you remember? And he 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 got upset, right? I wasn't trying to be a a butthead about it, but I just I I, right out. He's a D, I'm a D I, He bucked up, I bucked up. I said, "Well, how much of, right?" And and he got upset, and he just forget it, whatever. And like I'm like I'm just I'm not trying to be rude, man. I'm just trying to show that I'd rather take one book and master the book and and get really really good results, and then my life really changes, and I'm able to change people's lives because of what I've learned through mastering maybe one or two books a yeah. year than reading all these books, right? I'm not knocking you right. If if you have if you have the capacity to do that and read a hundred books in a year and really take in the content and really understand it, then kudos for you. But most people can't do that. Uh, one thing that so, I do a lot is uh
0: on average i have gone through about six books a month on audiobooks. So I'll listen to them and you know go through and and if it's good while I'm driving or at the gym or whatever, then when I get through that from what hey, that was a great book. I'll, I'll buy the paperback and I'm reading through as I'm listening to the audiobook and now I'm studying it. That's been a good thing to allow, allow me to, for one, mention on a podcast that I read six books a month, but like you said, not a lot <laughs> of those are uh, are actually beneficial until, well, man, that one had some great content. Now I'm going to go through that again and study it and, you know, take a highlighter and pencil and a pen and whatever, and, and uh, make sure that I'm actually applying that, that learning really, really bring that into Turn it into knowledge and bring it into my heart instead of just a,
1: uh, you know, a number that I can mark down and say I read another book. Yes, yeah, because we, 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 what happens is um, we go and we read these books. We go to these conferences and then we don't apply the knowledge, right? We don't activate the knowledge that we have. It just sits there dormant. Then after a dormant, it just spoils and it rots. And then we have this dissatisfaction because we're not tapping into our true potential. And then the, the potential that we have that's dying to come out, it poisons us. Just imagine this glass. We'll, we'll imagine it. We're just going to imagine it's it's milk. Just imagine it's white whitewood milk. The milk is your potential. So if me and you were to have cookies and milk and we're eating there and we get a new glass and I said, hey, you know what? Let's just go run in there and we'll be back. And um, we forget about the milk. It's been half a day. Are we going to drink this milk? No, because it's spoiled already. Might if you're a broke college student. Well, that's what, yeah, but that's what happens with that's what happens with our potential. Yeah. We, we leave it there and it spoils. And just the same way we would drink that spoiled glass of milk if we were to drink it it's going to poison our body yeah that's what you're doing to yourself when you live below what you were born to be when you have that potential that's wasted that it just rots and it, it spoils man it, it just it, it 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 leaves those that's when the regret comes in and just the fact that i know i could have done more i yeah. know it and if it poisons your body and there's just that unsettledness inside of you because when you're not growing you're dying when you're not creating, you're disintegrating. If you're not progressing, you're regressing. It's just, I mean, it's its not my rules. It's just the way that it's, a, it's the law of the world, the law of the universe. But so many of us, we—we—we we, we, maybe we get a little bit of success and then that potential that we were using, well, guess what? We leave it there on the shelf. It spoils. We're drinking that spoiled potential because we're not using it. It poisons our body and we start going backwards and then we start blaming everybody around us. We start contaminating ourselves and playing the, the victim mindset takes over. Because you got to grow, you got to keep doing that. I've I've yeah. seen it, in, in people that I coach, they they stop doing the things that got them to that certain level of success because they 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 the right that poor-minded financial inner economy comes out and takes over, and now instead of really taking action, they're 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 trying to save everything and hoard everything because they don't want to lose the money. Now that they got a little bit or the success in their business, and they go downhill pretty quick. And that's just the sad truth of what I've seen in many many young businesses that just don't don't overcome it. Love that. Um, and, and you mentioned before your what you do
0: for, kind of your advice for somebody making an important decision. But what is the advice you've got for somebody when
1: they're when they're trying to make a big decision in their life? Well, we only have so many good decisions to make in a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I and I think if you think of uh, Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not a big fan of him. But just he wears black because it's one less decision he has to make. Well, if, if you got a big decision you got to make, never make it after. I would say never make it after five o'clock. Just wait to the next morning. If it's been a rough day and and you just have to make a major decision and you're being pressured to say, it's just don't make it. If it's, if it's really that big of a decision, when you allow yourself to rest, you wake up the next day is give yourself, right? you you wake up, you're refreshed. you think clearly clear. You're like, man, I feel good now. But whenever you make a decision, when you're brain tired, when you're just at the end of the day, never. And I think I just been using that approach and it's it's made a big difference. And sometimes it's even after three, right? When we have these bigger days and, You just, you know, you feel the, just, just the, the weight of the day because you've been productive in a good productive, but then you have something that comes along and maybe it sounds too good to be true, or it's just a, a big decision that needs to be made. Maybe, right. I would say, I I think for me, if if it's a, if it's a $5,000 decision or above, it's, it's going to have to wait. Not that a thousand dollars isn't a lot of money, but usually if it's a $500,000 decision, let's do it. But if it's any, for me, that's, that's kind of how I measure it. And, uh, sooner, I know sooner or later is going to go up to 10,000 and maybe more, but it's just, you, you got to be wise with the decisions that we make. And so many times we, we don't do that because it's just, uh, it's, I've seen so many people make the wrong decision. If they would have just waited in a big decision at that time, the next day after five o'clock, that way you're fresh, you're rejuvenated then you can do it from there. That's a good point. I hope you guys are taking notes. Can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path that you're on now? Daniel Gomez inspires. You see our DG logo right there behind us. We, we trademarked that last year and we just got the final certificates for that. Daniel Gomez inspires. DG Enterprises was born when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Like I said earlier in the interview, I was real just, um, I was all about business. We were very profitable at home too but i ran my home as a business and you can't do that it costs relationships and costs heartache to your children and and you just can't do that and i think when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer just really i didn't realize how how damaged my family was in certain areas because of the damage that i had caused and i think as men It goes back to the belief systems that right the uh, the decisions that we make as adults go back to our childhood however you want to say you're hardwired programmed it's we're we're making decisions based as that as that child and and i say that because when when the news when my wife called me said she was diagnosed with with breast cancer and i just didn't have an answer didn't matter how much money we had in the bank it didn't matter what my title was at work at the time it did it wasn't going to save her i just really reflected in and this is the thing that most people don't do this, but I would say more men than women, but both of them do it. But most men don't look inside. And when they do, it's too late. And you got to deal with the real issues that we've had in life. And I'll tell you, I, I really, really did. I've done a lot of work on myself where I've cried. I wanted to give up and just dealing with the shame, the guilt, the regret, and just the failures that we've had as leaders, as, as a boss, whatever it may be, as a father, as a husband. When you deal with that, you're able to to really handle the business part of it. But most people, they want to just start and they don't deal with the issues and then they end up sabotaging themselves. So I'm here today because of the fact that we had a wake-up call, like a lot of us do. Some answered, some don't, but I would encourage you to answer it. Embrace it, learn from it. Go through the purification, the character building, the preparation. All these things are going to help you, the pruning, however you want to describe it. Because if you want to be just pure as gold if you want to be pure gold in business if you think about the process that gold goes through gold is heated up at a hot hot temperature and then when they heat up gold all the dross and the dross d-r-o-s-s-s the junk the impurities which is our selfishness our greed our jealousy our envy our gossiping our complaining all that rises to the top and when when God's able to just take all that junk out all that dross out of us he says okay Daniel's ready for more Curtis is ready for more And it's a process though. And most people, they want, (laughs) they, they want, they want the crown without carrying the cross. They want the crown. They want to be king, but they don't want to carry that daily cross. And it, it doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I wish it did, but then you wouldn't have the character. You wouldn't have the integrity. When I mean integrity, not the moral integrity, but the integrity, the strength of the foundation that you need to carry such a big blessing on your back because it's you have to be responsible. Like I mentioned now, um, I didn't, uh, my personal assistant and then just we're responsible for four people. And it's like, you have to have work. You have to try to do your best and, and, and keep the keep right. Just keep the wheel turning. And it's, it's, you have to be consistent in that because there are people and they, 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 they're counting on you as a leader and you got to produce. And yeah. it's, it's never, it's never a cakewalk. But I can tell you, it does get easier. But as soon as it gets easier, it seems like God says, okay, let's go to the next level. And you're like, okay, <laughs> am I ready for that? So it's just, it's just, man, it started going on five years ago. And I, I honestly, I wouldn't change my life because now there's days, right? As an entrepreneur, I think we, many might say this, that, you know, it's lonely sometimes because it's like you miss the camaraderie of work, but the beautiful thing I love now that really for myself, is I, I'm really intentional on in building great relationships like mine and yours, and just calling each other and talking. And a lot of times, people that I talk to more are not even in San Antonio because you you feel kind of that bondage of a podcast or somebody that you really connect with at another city or state, and that just gives me the, the the joy and and the right. You 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 have friends that you can count on. Not that I don't have friends here in San Antonio, but I'm just saying you really feel that connection, that that really camaraderie, that same synergy with them. So it's it's pretty amazing. One thing that we haven't talked about, but I would love for
0: for the audience to be able to hear this, is something that you do that's that's uh, kind of unmatched by. Like I said on the podcast, I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of different people, and you know, meeting folks at conferences that I promote all over the country. And uh, but one thing with you that really is just the, the made you one of my favorite people I've ever met. Even before there's any money exchanged, any you know, there's no business between us, but. You're calling just saying, hey, brother, hope you're having a good day. You know, I was thinking about you. You're on my heart. Uh, do you mind if I pray for you? Those kind of things like that where I'm going, this is a super successful guy that's, you know, got the got the world by the horns. And you're still reaching out and trying to make those connections and, you know, not wanting anything out of it, not trying to, not having some kind of a hidden agenda to, uh, oh, by the way, I've got this multi-level, you know, some kind of a thing that I'm trying to sell you on. but but just reach out and making connections because you love people and care about people. So if that's, that's a piece of advice that I would love to give people because of you that, you know, if you're, if you're new to business, if you're already in business, start making connections, not for the money, but because you
1: care about people, because you love people and the money will follow. We all have a gift. We all have a gift. We have, we have a God given gift by our creator. And I encourage everybody listening to this podcast episode, operate in your gift, whatever it is for you. Mine happens. One of my gifts happens to be, we, we all have a major gift and then we all have maybe two or three gifts that, su- that support the bigger gifts, the bigger gift to say. And one of my gifts is, is, is prayer. And like this morning, I was just uh, finishing up and God just put certain people on my heart and I'll leave a voicemail and uh, they think I'm crazy when I first do it. They're like, what the heck is this Daniel Gomez guy doing? But it's just, that's just who I am. And it's really just led by the spirit of wherever God puts on me to, to do that and the thing is that I, I, as I, the more and more I do it, the more and more I realize that I need to do that because it's it changes somebody's day. The messages that I get back, like, "Wow, you you made me cry," and and sometimes we operate in a in a state so much in in a, where this person and, and and the spirit moves through us, but we don't sense it because we're in the spirit to say often than other people are. And and the the biggest joy that I get is when I'm like, I don't even I didn't even think I impacted that person, and and you see them a month later, three months later. Wow. Like you just, what you said or your prayer just really, it it just touched me and you don't think you make an impact. And the reality is that many of us listening to this podcast, we bring more value than we realize. And it's, it's time you start realizing that you are valuable, that you are priceless, that you bring more to the marketplace. You bring more to the table than, than, than what you think you do. So stop undervaluing
0: yourself. Hey, I got one last question for you. I know we've gone way over the time that you had scheduled for me, but, um, I, I no just, worries man
1: anything anything for your audience <laughs>
0: yeah uh, so I, I bought a copy of of you were born to fly and i've just got started reading that it's been a great book so far but if you had if you could recommend one book to our audience what would that book be
1: oh you just hold it up you were born to fly <laughs> i got i got my, i love it so much i got my own copy too right here no the makings of a millionaire mind honestly this book is going to change you it's going to, it's, it's going to help you because it's going to really, most people never even say the word millionaire or associate themselves with that word millionaire. And it's because you are worthy and deserving of success. You are worthy and deserving. God didn't create you to be mediocre. God didn't create you to be average. Our creator created us to be amazing, to be fruitful and multiply. And, and I say that with the, with, with the, with the heart. and And one book that really, really got me going that I would say to answer your question, the world's greatest salesman. By yep. i think that that book was the first book i read as a young young car i call it a car dog automotive salesman that just really it gave me those scrolls and those scrolls are, are great wisdom to live by and it just really helped me to, to 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 value the art of being a not a salesman right i'm not a, i'm not a salesman but a sales professional that really goes above and beyond because a yeah. salesman, I say, because right? I teach corporate sales training, a salesman, a salesperson is always, always, uh, always starving and broke, but a sales professional, they always live in abundance because they do the little things that other, that customers don't expect them to do. So I would say, I would say the greatest salesman in the world by Mandino. I highly recommend that. Perfect. Next After mine, of course. <laughs> I'll drop a link to your uh, two books here in the podcast show notes. And one thing,
0: if you guys have listened to this and you just got some incredible value out of it, like I did, uh, I'll be listening to it again, not to. Not to drive up, not to try to drive up the uh not to drive up the views on the podcast, but because I'm actually gonna be listening to this, taking more notes. And I mean this kind of this kind of uh the information you shared is life changing. So I, I sure appreciate that. If you guys are not connected with Daniel yet, get a hold of him. It's Daniel B. Gomez on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Daniel Gomez Inspires. And you can find them on Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, all the all the different places there, but it's Daniel Gomez Inspires. So get connected yeah, with Daniel him.
1: Gomez Inspires is our is our, is our trademark. Um Daniel Gomez is our website. You can leave us a message there and we'd love to give your audience a complimentary um forty-five minute discovery session. And then also you can go to our website, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind. We're gonna have our our course with twenty seven modules set up there. We're gonna start having live events all over the country. And I'm I'm excited to just 2022 is going to be a, we're going to have an epic finish to the year. So I'm excited to see what God's going to do. And I want to, I want you all to, to realize this is that you can have anything in the world that you want. Nothing, nothing is carved in stone. So stop treating like your life, that it's already formed in that stone. It's not. Stop playing the victim. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get up, go get it because there's something amazing inside of you that's dying to come out. And the beautiful thing about that is somebody out there needs that. That exact thing that you have, that gift that you have, someone needs it. So stop being selfish and release it to the world because the world needs you right now. Because there's a lot of hurting people out there. And we all know that hurting people hurt people. So go out there and help heal some people. Don't worry about what anybody says. Because the people that are going to judge you, they ain't doing anything anyways. Love it. Hey, and if you guys are not connected yet,
0: like I said, follow Daniel. And also join me out. I'm going to definitely be out at the next Sticker Shock
1: Speaking Academy. So join me and Daniel out there. You're going to be in San Antonio again this next time, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. San Antonio, Texas, August 26th and 27th. We're actually going to get the Eventbrite page going up here uh, tomorrow. So that's August 26th, 27th here in San Antonio, Texas. We actually have some amazing speakers lined up. We got Craig Siegel coming in as our keynote. Roger Wakefield, which you met, he was a phenomenal hit with the YouTube. He's just so much knowledge that he brings. And then we got some other surprise people coming in. So I'm excited And of course, I'll be teaching a big portion of that also. But the main thing is that the experience is going to change your life. Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, come enjoy the experience. It will change your life. Thanks again so much for being on the show, Daniel. That was just an incredible
0: again, you're one of my favorite people. And this is one of my favorite podcast episodes. So I sure appreciate you being on the show today.
1: Oh man. Thank you for having me. Thank you that I'm able to just add value to success, motivation, and inspiration and make a difference, man, because you're, you're beautiful people. And that's what, that's what it's about. Not competition, just collaboration and giving back to other communities. So I'm honored to be here, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, man. Love you, brother. Have a blessed night.
0: That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. Head over to mcurtismccoy.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.